Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello, and welcome back to Bloom. I am so glad that I am able to spend a part of your day with you. So thank you for pushing play and choosing to be here with me today. Um, I have had a great weekend of really getting in and knocking out and planning some content. So I'm excited about the next few weeks. Um, I've got some good things in store. So I hope you will continue to check back. If you are new here, thank you for being here. And for those of you that have showed up consistently, I am so grateful for each of you for tuning in. So good things are coming. So stick around. Um, But speaking of good things, this weather is absolutely amazing. Um, I have loved every single second of it this weekend. And, you know, fall is one of my favorite seasons. And so the weather is changing. It's still sunny outside. There's still that crisp, cool air in the mornings and the evenings, but it's beautiful throughout the day. And I am here for it. It was a great weekend, just being outside, you know, feeling that sun on my face and just soaking in all the feels. This weather, it makes it really easy for me to practice mindfulness and to really be present where my feet are and to just use all of my senses to, um, to just take in those moments. So I love this time of year, but I do know that the weather hasn't been as enjoyable everywhere else right now. So, um, we've had some hurricanes that kind of ripped through Florida and I know that some people have lost their homes, they've lost their belongings and some have even lost their life. So taking a moment to let those that are affected by the hurricane, you know, sending them good thoughts and prayers. And if you know anybody, if you were impacted in any way, Um, Just thinking about you as you work to recover from this damage. All right. So these next several episodes that I have planned are really going to be about yourself and self-growth. And there's been a few recent episodes lately that have been more of a reflection, but I really want to kind of dive into you and, and how these things impact you and you personally and how that pertains to your growth. So today we're going to talk about the difference between knowing about something and then actually doing something about it. So a lot of this is just think of it as your daily life, you know, the things that you do and you know, throughout the day. And I've said this before, uh, but we can do really all the things we can read all the books. We can listen to all the podcasts. You can show up week after week. And if you're hearing my voice, that's great. I'm glad that you're here, but I do hope that you're taking some of this content, the things that you're hearing and you're applying it, whether that means starting a new practice or thinking about things a little bit differently or um, engaging a new mindset you know, and I think that we can, we can do all these things. We can go to the conferences, we can read the books, but if you're just absorbing it and you're not applying it, what good is it doing you? So we have to apply it. We have to put it to use. We have to make it work for us. So today I want to talk about how to take those things that we're learning, put it into action, and it doesn't have to be big. These can be small baby steps because these baby steps stack up. They add up over time and you may not see, may not feel like you're making a lot of progress, but when you look back and you can see that progress, it really is big. So big things start small. I'm sure that at times throughout your life, throughout your career, throughout going to school, whatever that looks like for you right now, but you have been around people who are smarter than you. I have never been, nor will I ever will be the smartest person in the room. But I'll tell you what I am. I'm somebody who is going to get in. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to test it. I'm going to study it. I'm going to learn from it. 
And not everybody's that way. Now, does that make me the smartest? No, it doesn't. But maybe it makes me the most experienced. You know, you can be the smartest person in the room. You can have all this knowledge and all these thoughts around an idea. And you could be super, super intelligent. But if there's somebody else in that room who is doing the same thing, you know, they're in there, they're absorbing that content, maybe that teacher saying or that that expert is saying, and they're experimenting and they're failing and they're improving and they're they're pivoting. That person may cross the finish line before you because they're taking what they've learned and they're putting it to use and it's getting them results. Yeah, probably making some mistakes. I've been there. I'm one of those people. I make mistakes, but that's how I learn is by making those mistakes and learning to pivot and learning to redirect based on those experiences. So if we have all this knowledge and it's just stored up in our heads and it's not being used, what good is it doing? You know, if it's just, if it's just there, it's not allowing you to grow. And if you're not sharing those gifts with others, you're not helping anybody else grow. You know, think about it as an investment. I'm getting ready to go to a conference and I've got the investment of the time that I'm going to be away, the time that I'm going to be away from my family, the things that I'm going to have to give up that weekend, you know, the, the money, the expense to get there, you know, the amount of resources that I'm using and applying that could potentially be wasted. If I just go to this conference and I come home and I do nothing with it, it's a waste. You know, what do you think about that too? Not just for you yourself, But think about those and that investment into other people, you know, and sharing what you know. If I've had several people reach out to me about starting a podcast and I've shared that information with them. And I think about how I can help others by taking what I know, by taking what I've learned, and then maybe they can find a way to do it better. Maybe they can find a way to improve upon what I've learned. And then that might come back in return and help me. I'm going to be honest because that's what we're here for. That's what this, this platform is about, you know, on bloom. I want to be real. I want to be candid. You know, I want to be open, but I used to be one of those people who wanted to keep my ideas to myself. You know, I wanted to keep those good ideas just for me because I thought these are mine and this one's really good. This is a really good idea. I don't want to share it with anybody because they might take it and run with it. I would write things down on paper. I put notes in my phone. I'd write on the side margins of books and, you know, all those things that I was doing, whatever you think of it, I did it. And that's fine because I was applying it as it was relating to me. You know, I could listen to another podcast and I could keep that message to myself or I could send it to a friend or I could send it to somebody that I knew and said, Hey, you might need to hear this. This really helped me. It might help you in the season that you're in. I could read a good book and I could just put it back on the shelf. Or I could say, this is a book you need to read. This, you don't need to miss out on this. This is wonderful. Oh my gosh, so many good points. You gotta, you gotta read it. But that mindset didn't serve me. You know, and sometimes I think we get in that, in that frame of mind where we think that If I share this really good idea of what makes me successful, what makes things work and happen for me, then somebody else is going to take that from me. Nobody else is going to take that from you because what's given to you is for you. So say, let's look at this as I'm a visual person. Let's look at this as your idea or your thoughts represent a picture, a photo, 
And this photo, it's been ripped up and it's torn to pieces and you can't tell what it's supposed to be by itself. But when you bring your piece together and you match that with someone else's piece of the photo and then so on and so on and so on, then that picture comes together. And now you know what that's supposed to look like. It looks complete. It's clear what it represents. And that's what happens when we come together, you know, collaboratively it evolves. This is something that I've learned. And as I've grown, I've I've found that the more that I collaborate, the bigger and, and brighter and beautiful that picture becomes because me by myself, there's a quote, probably going to butcher it a little bit, but, um, alone, we can do nothing, but together we can do a lot, something along those lines. I've, I've used it before, but it is true by myself. If I keep this to myself, if I just know it, what's in my head and I don't take this and I don't apply it and I don't share that with others, you know, I think about what I'm missing out on. There's my dogs. Again, it comes down to a choice. We always have a choice. We can keep it to ourselves. We can keep it locked up in our brain and never share it. We can absorb it and let it stay there and do nothing with it. Or we can share it. We can take it. We can apply it and we can help others. So just like this podcast, you know, I've got this message and it's most of the time I know I am showing up for you guys, but a lot of times I'm showing up for things that are relevant to me, things that I'm going through or things that I'm experiencing And I want to share it and I want to put it out there with you in hopes that, you know, it it multiplies, you know, that it helps not only me, but it's also helping someone else. Because if I just keep it for myself, the only person that that benefits is me. And as we say in our house, we watch a lot of Care Bears. We say sharing is caring. So we share it. Hayden, what did the Care Bears say? Sharing is what? Caring. Is it better to share or is it better to keep things to yourself? Share. And what happens when you share? You care. Okay. About other people. We love you, Miss Camden. We love you, Miss Hannigan. They're supposed to be watching Annie. And one has escaped into the podcast room. What's your favorite song on Annie? It's a hard not life. It's a hard not life for us. Heavy singing, we can't make. Every singing, we can't fake. It's a scene of everything hard and every scene of something shrugged. It's a hard not life for us. We can't see Santa. Who is that? He, he. You're doing great. It's beautiful. And that we say that we never in Charlie. And now we say that we didn't stop. Now we see no sentence on and we haven't seen them now, now, now. Okay. You tell everybody bye. Bye, Bloomies. Love you. Thank you, Hayden. Let me. Are you hugging the mic? Like you're, she's hugging you all through the mic. I wish you could see it. She's squeezing the microphone. She's sending you all big airway hugs. All right. 
And this is like that multiplier effect, but in a good way, you know, you tell one person something and then they tell two people and then those two people tell four people and four people tell six people and so on and so on. And before you know it, you know, what started with one has been multiplied to many, you know, and I think about, you know, some of those things like, what are you going to take with you to the grave? You know, do we spend our life sharing this knowledge, the stories, you know, think about my grandmother and all her recipes, you know, the legacy of who we are and what we've done and what we want to pass on, or does it end with us? You know, does it stop here? And I talked to you about my dad last week and he was somebody who was so good at this. You know, he was smart, probably was the smartest person in the room several times. And he was really good at what he did He was great about bringing people together. And, you know, now because he's done that, because he did that, you know, he practiced what he was doing and not just knowing it, you know, he wanted to bring others along with him. He wanted, he was that type of person. Sometimes Jacob's like this sometimes, and I know he's going to listen. It's going to probably make him mad, but they're a lot alike in some ways, because when they have something that they're trying to figure out, they want to teach you something. They're so good at showing you in the moment. And I'm like, I just want the answer. I just want you to tell me what it is. You know, I don't want to take the time to learn it, but they're both great about bringing others along. And a lot of people benefit from that. So it's one of those things that, you know, it can end with you or you can pass it on. So I'm going to ask you, what do you know that you can share with someone else? What is something that you're really, really good at? You know, maybe, maybe it's cooking, you know, maybe it's a technique that you're really good at that you can share with others. Maybe it's, it's knowledge. Maybe it's patience that you can share. Maybe it's love that you can share. Maybe it's kindness. Think about what is that thing that is your gift? What is that thing that you know that you can do in your sleep forwards and backwards that you can share? I want you to take that and I want you to find a way that you can put that into action ways that you can help somebody else, you know, or what are you, what are you keeping up inside of that head of yours that you need to apply for yourself? You know, what is that thing that, you know, that thing that you learned and you just need to put it to use. So I'm going to challenge you, get it out of your head. If your head is like mine, it's pretty full. A lot of times get that stuff out of there, get it out, put it on paper and take action and apply it. Take what you've learned and put it to use. We're having a conversation with one of my my daughters the other day and she was complaining about having to do her homework. Why do I have to do this? I'm never going to use it in real life. I don't even know what we were working on, but maybe you are going to use it. Maybe you're not going to use it. If you're not applying it, you're going to lose it. You know, there are things that I learned in school that I may or may not use again every day. Yes, but it's not because it's not needed. It's just not needed for my everyday tasks. My husband built a bonfire the other night. Here's one example of that. He built this bonfire. We're sitting out around by the fire. We're looking up at the stars. And I used to be really good, like really, really good at naming the constellations. I took an astronomy class in college. It was one of my favorite classes. Um, When I was younger, I had gotten a telescope as a kid And I remember I would sneak out onto our roof. There was a little door that went out and I would sneak out onto our roof and I would get that telescope out. It was totally safe. Mom, if you're listening, I was fine. I survived. Um, But I would go out and I would find all the constellations looking at this, looking through this telescope. 
We're out by the fire this weekend and I'm looking up and guess what I found? I found the pig and the little dipper and that's it. I was a little rusty. I couldn't even find Iran's belt or Cassiopeia. I couldn't find any of that. My oldest daughter just blurts out, oh, there's an app, mom. You, My cousin uses this astronomy app and you just download it and that's all you do. Okay, so it's great that she's resourceful, but it's sad that we have become so dependent on just knowing where to find this tool that's going to do it for us rather than us actually learning it, figuring it out, and applying it ourselves. Our brain is a pretty powerful tool, but it is a muscle that has to be worked. It has to be utilized over and over for it to become stronger. Don't just make the effort of listening and learning and not applying become a habit. You know, you are an investment that is worth being cultivated. It's worth being stretched and grown and evolved. You know, I think about our garden. If we just planted the seed and we didn't water it, we didn't weed it. We didn't pick the harvest. We didn't, you know, go out and till it up more than likely it's going to rot or it's not even going to produce any fruit. It has to be worked. And so do we, we have to continue to cultivate who we are and put it to use. I think a lot of times myself, I'm a big checker offer. Like I'm checking off the list. Let's move on to the next because it is, it's a full list, but this is not a one and done thing. You know, you don't just take the course, check. Now go to the conference, check. Take notes all weekend, check. Watch a video on how to play piano. Okay, so is that going to make you Beethoven? No. It's the repetition of doing something over and over and over again and practicing it and getting better and applying it. Last year, our daughter decided that she wanted to play soccer with her big sister. And I think I've shared that episode on here before about how I had this dream that she was playing soccer. Anyway, she decided she was going to go for it. So here we are one year later, she's playing and she didn't know anything. Like she didn't know the rules. She didn't know how to touch the ball. She didn't know the positions. She knew nothing, but she had practiced getting touches just about every single day. And trust me, I know the sound of a soccer ball in my sleep because I hear it non stop when she's in the house. It is just constant. Boom, boom, boom. You know, she's hitting the ball. She's hitting the wall. She's hitting the window. She's hitting the fireplace. She's hitting the couch. She's hitting her sisters. But when she started, she didn't even know how to juggle. And juggles when you hit the ball with your knees, your feet, or your head to try and keep it from touching the ground. So she's just repeatedly like not dropping it on her knees. She'll, she'll get the ball up from her ground and from the ground and she just starts going. And every single day, she would watch videos. She would look at YouTube videos. She would look at things online. She would watch TV. She would watch um, professional soccer players. And she just kept practicing and practicing and practicing. You know, and when she started, she maybe could get five to 10 juggles and that was it. And today, after she's done all this practicing, after she's had a year under her belt, after she's taken that, that training and that that work that she's been doing and putting it to use, she can do over 250 juggles at a time. And I know there's some people out there that are hundreds and thousands and it's insane. But I say this because number one, I'm super impressed with her effort. 
but watching her, you know, this backs up everything that I'm saying in this episode. If she just went to practice, watch the videos, you know, watched her sister, watched the other players on the team and didn't do anything about it. Didn't apply what she was learning. She's going to be the same girl that she was a year ago. She's not going to be any different, but she's continuing to improve. You know what else it's doing? I'll tell you something. When her older sister listens to this, she's probably not going to like it, but it is elevating her sister's game you know, because she doesn't like it when her younger sister shows her up. They're both sitting in there and they're putting in the work, they're putting in the time. But it, when you do that, just like her, it's going to make those around you level up, which benefits the whole team. So I'm all for taking the class, going to the conference, reading the book, listening to the podcast, get on the treadmill, play the piano, whatever that is for you. Do the thing. Do that and take the next step to make it work for you. Take that knowledge and experience it and apply it to help you, not only just you, but those around you level up. Now, I'm sure all of you all probably going to want to go listen to Sierra's song, Level Up, after you hear this podcast. You're going to turn it off and you're going to immediately go play that. And that's great. I hope it fires you up a little bit. I hope it sparks some momentum for you to take action on what you're taking in and putting that to good use. So I want you to take this episode and I want it to remind you to go be a doer. Like, don't just listen. Don't just take these words. Don't just spend your time on your way into work. Take notes, apply it, share it with somebody else. You know, I want this, this time together. I don't want it just to be a time where you pass time when you're walking down the street or you're riding in your car I enjoy spending time with you, but I hope that what you get from this, I hope it challenges you, you know, to find that inside of you and take it to the next level. Don't just keep it to yourself. Share it. Share this podcast. Spread the word. All right. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to hear the amazing things that you are going to go and do from applying more of what you learn. All right. So until next time, I will talk to you soon. I hope you have a great week. (laughs) 